Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. So we're going to be talking about how do you run through the finish line and finish what you start. I got a ton of really great wisdom for you to share, uh, diving into what it means to be a finisher, to run through the finish line, to complete what you start. It's going to be a powerful interview. Before we dive into that, I'm talking to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self. So I'm talking to, to the deepest part of you, the highest part of you, the most powerful, activated part of you. And of course, there's all the layers and stuff that might be getting in the way. So I just want to remind you, if you want to shed those layers, if you want to reactivate, remember your power, stay tuned in to the 12-hour marathon. Stay tuned in to whatever sources of growth are really making the difference for you. If it's this podcast, if it's other podcasts, YouTube channels, mentorship, coaching, mastermind groups, live events, whatever is making the difference for you. And always keep exploring, keep pushing those boundaries, get into the un uncomfortable zone. Just stay connected, stay plugged in. That's the biggest thing that's made the difference for me is having consistent times and places that I would show up for Toastmasters, for live events, for volunteering, for coaching calls, for being coached. There's so much that's really contributed to me. And this marathon has been huge. So definitely stay plugged in, okay? Thanks for being here. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. And this week, let's see who it's by. It's by Anthony A93, Chris the Man Burns. Every podcast episode gets better and better. Not only that, you can tell how present and interested Chris is in each of the experts he brings on the show. Anthony, thank you so much for that review. And if you're out there listening right now, you want to give us a review, you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, definitely go to beyourgps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple Podcast Store and you can give us a review there. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, let's keep growing and going into our greatest possible selves. Again, how to run through the finish line and finish what you start. Today's theme is run through the finish line. And I am so stoked to dive into what this means to me because it is a big, big concept. Running through the finish line for me just really means finishing what you start. It means having an objective and going for it until you complete it. If it's meaningful, if you have accurate thinking and it was the, the right target, if, if it's your purpose, your heart's calling, if it is aligned, if it is, if it's what your soul and your highest self wants, then you owe it to yourself to finish what you start. That being said, there's going to be stuff that you embark on, that you engage in, that you start that is not in your highest and best good. So I want to make a distinction. You have full freaking permission and freedom to stop, to quit. Anything that doesn't align with you, anything that doesn't serve you, anything that you know you would be better off if you said, no, I'm not going to continue doing this. If you sign up for something, let's say a, a program that doesn't serve you, that doesn't 
get you the results that you wanted to get. It's your responsibility to communicate with the leader, with the host, with the facilitator, with the coach, whatever it is of that program and say, hey, this isn't what I expected. I don't know where the mis miscommunication is, but I'm going to have to quit this program because it's no longer in alignment with me. I thought it was one thing and found out it was something else. Okay. So if that happens, then it's your responsibility to quit and, and hopefully, no fully, you get everything spelled out and clear up front. And that does take a level of accurate thinking to say, hey, what am I going to get? What should I expect? And for you to be a, a effective buyer, right? To be an effective buyer, an effective investor in programs, in courses, in coaching and mentorship, in these different events that you're going to, it's your responsibility to be educated and to ask those questions. And it, of course, it's always the service provider's responsibility as well to, to be ethical, to be in integrity with what they say they were going to deliver, to honor their promises, etc. So I want to make sure it's, it goes both ways. And at, at the end of the day, who can you control? You can only control yourself and your own being and how you show up. So I just want to say, if you feel like you're out of alignment with something, then it's up to you to get back into alignment. That being said, a lot of people have challenges with that. And I want to speak as well to the people who sign up for something or say I'm going to go for something and say I'm going to embark on a journey. I'm going to go for this project. I'm going to go for this milestone. And then they, they give up halfway along the journey. They quit on themselves. They allow life to overwhelm them, to defeat them. Hopefully, the coach, the client, the, the coach, the mentor, the service provider, the facilitator has enough experience and wherewithal to know, hey, this is probably where this person is going to go off the track. I better be prepared for that to happen. And here's how I make sure that they stay engaged. Here's how I catch them if they're about to fall off. Hopefully that happens. And nothing's perfect, right? So it's your responsibility as well. If you said yes to something and it's still in alignment with you, but you're just playing small, you're hiding out, you're saying, I don't want to, etc., then it's up to you to find the, the strategies to find the determination, the discipline, the habits, the structure that will enable you to support, to, to succeed, that will support and enable you to succeed. It is up to you. It's your responsibility. So in my opinion, running through the finish line is saying, I'm going to do whatever it takes until, okay? We have some guests coming on today who've talked about or are talking about uh, there is no finish line. And I agree in terms of life, there is no finish line, right? There's there's no point where you've made it. There's no point where um, where everything becomes easy and you never have to face another challenge again. In my opinion, that's not living anymore. That's playing small. That's that's living in your comfort zone. And at that point, you're not expanding anymore, but you're rather you're contracting and you're dying. When you're growing, you're alive. You're expanding. As Janet said in a previous interview, your UZ, your uncomfortable zone, is where all the magic happens. Okay, So in that uncomfortable zone, outside of your normal day-to-day -day routine, when you're stretching, when you're growing, that is when you're living. But if you're in your comfort zone, kind of just going through the motions or doing what you already know to do or know how to do or comes easiest to you, then that's in your comfort zone. In my opinion, you're dying. You're not moving towards a meaningful finish line. So there's a distinction. There's the life finish line, which doesn't exist. Life is a never-ending journey, an infinite evolution of new challenges, new opportunities, new moments to create in. And in your creation, you can keep creating the same thing over and over again, but I don't think you'll be fulfilled with that. Human beings 
there's there's a part in us that loves uncertainty, that loves to grow. It's it's the natural evolution instinct in us. So interesting. We have this instinct that wants to keep us safe, the ego part of us that is afraid and does what keeps us safe. And there's also the evolutionary aspect of growth that has enabled us to become the powerful civilization and human species that we are today. And it continues to perpetuate us. It's the reason why the evolutionary drive is the reason why Elon Musk is so hell-bent on going to space. It's that drive. It's that, that commitment to evolution, to stay in the uncomfortable zone. That is the reason why he's so pushing for Mars, right? And I'm sure there's some other things in there, like being important and significant and being the guy who makes it happen. Uh, I think there's some of that too. And that's that's a good thing. I think if if it's purely based on ego and coming from a place of I'm not worthy and not enough, so that's why I'm driven, which I think there might be some of that too. But if that's if there's too much of that, then that will sabotage the the operation because there will be so much fear rather than uh, excitement and joy and aliveness and fulfillment at achieving this new thing. So running through the finish line, I want to just make sure that you have this distinction effectively. It's, in my opinion, essential to create milestones, to create milestones so that you can celebrate when you're on the right track, when you're doing the right thing. And I believe every day is a series of sprints. Someone might say, oh, you know, life, life is a, a marathon, which I think is it's kind of an appropriate attitude. But I also think that that, that makes it so that people makes it so people are not as driven to get as much done in a day, are not as hungry to get as much done, done in a day. And I think there's different seasons of life. And how I've learned to approach life the best is that every day is a sprint. And I'm sprinting to achieve, to accomplish, to stretch myself, to, to be in the uncomfortable zone. And that doesn't mean necessarily just physically exhausting, but mentally in my being, am I, am I committed? Am I giving my absolute best, my 110% effort to every moment of my day? Am I becoming 1% better every single day? Am I going just a little bit extra, the extra mile in everything that I do? That, in my opinion, is sprinting every day. Now, there's days that require rest. Just like there's spring, summer, fall, and winter. Winter is the, the recharge, the rest season where you go within and you nurture yourself and, and be introspective and you reflect on everything that you created in your spring and summer and fall. So I, I believe that they're essential to have the seasons as well. So I want you to ask yourself, honestly, you can write this question down on a piece of paper. Do I treat every day as a sprint? Or am I casual about my evolution? Am I casual about my growth? Am I casual about who I'm becoming? Do I give 110% effort or is it kind of just whatever happens? I allow, I am passively waiting for life to happen. So I'm going to give you a, a, a real, real example that's, that's been on my mind recently. You might see me doing this 12-hour marathon and I have done it for over two and a half years. And at this point, it's pretty, pretty routine for me. 
right? It's, I mean, there's still challenging aspects, making sure all the guests are lined up. Like it's, it's not easy. It's definitely hard. It's definitely work and effort. Get me, get me right. Hear me clearly. Building something like this is a freaking monument of effort and, and investment on my part. And in terms of getting into an uncomfortable zone, for the most part, the things that I'm doing on the marathon are typically within my comfort zone. Now, I might be reaching out to new guests or having certain conversations or asking bigger requests and making bigger offers to our guests when they come on the marathon, and it's still fairly routine. Same same kind of format, just a little bit bigger numbers. Same kind of format, just a little bit more influential and popular guests. You know, it's it's still pretty normal routine. So I'm grateful for that. Something I recently declared with my girlfriend is that we're doing a retreat, a Bali retreat in November. And so this retreat, we came up with the idea because my girlfriend wanted to go to Bali and I said, let's, let's serve people in the process and allow this to be an opportunity for us to grow, to do something new, serve people, to travel the world and create a living doing what we love. We have everything that we need within us, we're smart enough, we're intelligent enough, we give enough effort to make this happen and make it a success. Let's go for it. So my girlfriend, she is the uh, definitely the finisher in our, in, in our partnership, in our love, in our relationship. Um, and my, my business partner, Wayne, with Burn It Up Coaching Inc., the company behind Become Your Greatest Possible Self, Marathon Podcast, he is also a finisher. He, he is super intent on finishing everything that we start because it's like, hey, if we we had the idea, if we thought it through, if we got it to this point of saying, okay, we're going for it, we are going to finish it. Same thing with my girlfriend. Um, and we, we said, we're going to do this Bali retreat. And so just being super transparent and real with you, like I'm the type of person who loves shiny objects. I'm the type of person who, who also finishes things and that's a muscle I'm developing more. And my natural inclination is new ideas, is shiny objects, is variety. That's the thing that that value I value more. And I was discussing with my family earlier this week and talking about how in elementary school, I was selected as a, a gifted and talented education uh, student. So that means I was gifted. I had in, enough intellect, smart to put me ahead of the curve and put me in special classes so that I could um, you know, accelerate my learning and growth and development in school. And I, I believe when that happened, I became someone who was more committed to doing what was, what was easiest for me, what came naturally to me, school, studying, memorizing, organizing information, calculating in my head. Like I'm really great at these things. I'm probably one of the best and in my in my circle of friends and my group, in terms of you give me a math problem, I'll figure it out. I'll solve it. You know, you give me an addition problem, I could do it. You give me someone's name, I will memorize it. I, I really want to memorize it. I want to be smart enough to memorize people's names and you know have them see that I care enough to remember their name. And with that that trajectory change, that that change in the course of my life to move into gifted and talented education and uh, put me in the smart kids group, I labeled myself that I am a smart person. And I celebrated myself when I was a smart person. And I created an identity 
that when I get good grades, I'm a good boy. When I get good grades, when I do the right thing, when I'm smart, then my parents love me. And when I don't do those right things, when I get in trouble, when I'm stupid, when I don't think things through, when I'm being a fool, when I'm getting into trouble, I'm not loved. I get spanked. I get hurt. You know, not within reason. The parent, parents doing the best that they can. Love you, mom and dad. And, you know, I would, I would get spanked. And I would make that mean that you don't love me anymore. And I would be afraid of my parents and their judgment and the pain that I, that I received because I felt like I was not smart enough. I felt like, man, I'm, I'm supposed to be so smart. Why am I doing all these stupid things? Why am I doing all these dumb things? I must be an idiot. And so I would maintain my image of smartness by doing just enough to get by. I worked my butt off, get me right, hear me correctly, and I didn't necessarily challenge myself to go the extra mile in school. Why would I? Why would I? If I went the extra mile, that could mean doing something that was stupid, that made me look dumb or foolish. So I knew how to play the game. I knew how to win the game of school. I knew how to get away with just getting by. I knew how to get away with studying just the night before, memorizing as much as I could, and then throwing it on the test, and then the day after, forgetting just about everything I had studied because I only needed it to just get by on the test. And so I saw that pattern come through my life of only doing what was necessary and in college, just getting by, not wanting to get outside of my comfort zone. I just played video games and partied and did the things that were easiest to me and really leveraged uh, a trio that, that I had of other students, um, me and two other students, to be able to succeed and crush it in college. And I would say the trio that we had was intelligent enough that I was able to really ride off of their um, stream, off of their stream of intellect, off of their stream of studying and effort. And so I really recognized that start to come up in business over the last couple of years is my willingness to get outside of my comfort zone, my willingness to do new things, my willingness to have uncomfortable and tough conversations, my willingness to stand for what I believe in, even if it means someone's temporarily not going to like me, not going to be happy or pleased with me, even if it means the person thinks I'm a jerk. I didn't want to mess up. I didn't want to mess up and have someone not like me. So I played it safe and I played it comfortable and didn't call people out on their stuff with love, of course. Uh, I just, I kind of let people be themselves. And if I saw something that wasn't working, I would be more inclined to just let it go and not stop them for fear of, I hope they don't reject me. I hope they don't call me out on what I'm not doing. I hope they don't see that I'm not smart enough. I hope that they don't see that I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm a fool and I'm dumb and I'm stupid and all these things. I was afraid of someone seeing past what I presented to the world. 
like I had it all together, like I'm smart, like I have all the answers. I became an expert at having all the answers at seminars, knowing all the phrases, all the words, and uh, really memorizing a lot of these things and showing up and being a A++ seminar participant. Like you go into a seminar with Chris Burns and when I'm in the audience, you will see I'm taking copious notes. I am probably the most energized person, giving people amazing high fives, going deep, being super present with people. Because that was like my comfort zone, studying, learning, growth. That was my comfort zone. And when it came to pushing myself, challenging myself to get outside of my comfort zone at home or when I'm working on my business, that was like a Herculean effort that I experienced a ton of resistance. So going back to my girlfriend and this uh, you know, Bali event, being a finisher, I always loved to start new things because it was easy, it was fun. Like my my brain, my intellect, my smartness with ideas is genius. It's like off the charts, awesome. New ideas, flourishes on old ideas, etc. It's awesome. In this Bali retreat, like I noticed myself being so excited in the beginning and then having the excitement wane and dissipate and then not achieving and accomplishing the things that I knew I was capable of to be able to promote it, to be able to sell it. Um, I really saw my my girlfriend shining and picking up the slack and in all transparency, like really crushing it and reminding me to stay in the game, reminding me that, hey, we started this thing, we get to finish it. We started this thing just because we're a month out and maybe our, our sales or our numbers aren't where we want them to be doesn't mean that we give up, doesn't mean that we slow down, Maybe doesn't mean that we say, okay, whoever we got, we're just going to serve them. You know, I really saw that I, I attempted to play the easy way out and say, well, you know, just didn't work out the way that we wanted to this time. Next time, it'll be even better. You know, next time we'll have it all together. Next time we'll do it right. And I think that there's an aspect of that that has gone on in my life for as long as I can remember that says, okay, well, I I gave some effort. I gave a token amount of effort. I made a gesture. I started. And then when it gets uncomfortable, I say, okay, I'm good. I'm good with this. I'm going to go do something else that is a path of least resistance. And so I'm just sharing this with you right now because I know there's people out there who are feeling and experiencing the same thing. And I just want you to know it's okay. It's okay to feel like you're struggling. It's okay to feel like a failure. It's okay to feel like, what if they find out? I hope nobody finds out that I'm, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have any idea what I'm doing. Feeling like an imposter, feeling like you're just unworthy, not good enough, not smart enough, not something enough, not beautiful enough, not young enough, not old enough not enough credentials, not enough experience, not enough testimonials. Holy freaking moly. Like super big unworthiness complex. And I want to also remind you that there's the the distinction of fixed mindset versus growth mindset. Fixed mindset says you only have so much intelligence. You only have so much resources. You only have so much talent. Growth mindset says if I just work a little harder, I will succeed at this. And so I'm really speaking to myself right now. My higher self is like channeling the F through me to to reach you and to reach me saying, hey, if you want this, 
if this is important to you, which it is, because chances are you, you're on your path because it feels great to you. You feel the impact that you can make. You know how, how you can serve people, the difference that you can make for people in their lives. Chances are you're connected with your why. And potentially the fear, the uncomfortability, the doubt, the skepticism, the feeling of unworthiness, that could be bigger. In fact, most likely it is bigger than your why, than your drive, than the possibilities. And so the growth mindset says, hey, just give it more effort. Give it more effort. Ask for more support. Ask for more accountability from the people around you who love you. Reach out more. Tell more people your goals. Send more messages. Make more calls. Effort. Effort is the key to overcoming this. For me, effort conversations, telling people about this thing. That is the key to success with this retreat. And so part of me has been kind of has taken myself out on the sidelines up until this point, you know, in the beginning, super fired up, sharing about it, promoting it, different things like that. And then I kind of lulled. And so I'm giving myself this pep talk and you're listening, you're witnessing, you're being a part of it. And it's also to you to remind you that when you give enough effort, when you when you give effort, not even enough effort, when you give effort, when you invest effort, invest your time and your energy, and you take another step, what's another step for you? For me, it's to contact people who I believe would be a great fit for the retreat or would know someone who is. Okay? That's, that's the 20% of the actions that produces 80% of the results. When I jump on calls with people and I let people know this is what I'm up to, this is what I'm creating, this is massively important to me, that's when we succeed. And I know it sounds simple. Typically, the, the breakthrough, the progress, the growth, it's simple. It's right in front of you. It's staring you in your face. But just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy. In fact, chances are, if it's something that's meaningful for you, it's not easy. We can say it's going to be easy all day long. And I think that there's a time and a place for that. There's a time and a place for focusing on ease, which I believe is the vibrational effort. It's when you're feeling like totally out of alignment. It's when in your mornings, when you're doing your morning routine, when you're affirming, when you're visualizing, when you're journaling, that's the time to create ease, to feel like you're supported, to feel like the universe has your back. I think there's an important moment of, of magnetism, like opening yourself up expanding yourself, connecting with the possibilities, connecting with the right people, like energetically, it's such a higher level than just this 3D world, connecting with the possibilities, connecting with how easy it can be, connecting with what it could be like when people are, are signing up, when you're taking action, when you're having the breakthroughs, that's the moment to do that. And then when you show up in your day, that's the time for action. That's the time for pushing through the uncomfortability zone for pushing out into the unknown, for picking up the phone, for doing what it takes as long as it takes, for getting into that expansive energy, for psyching yourself up and saying, I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this. Let's go. I'm so freaking excited to see who I can empower, to see who I can support, see the people in my network who I can love on and just remind how amazing and epic and 
freaking awesome they are and everything that they're up to in the world, how valuable they are, how valuable their services are. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Pick up the phone, dial, boom. Hey, John, what's going on? I just want to say I freaking love you, man, and I want to see how we can support each other. What are you working on? Let me know what's, what you got going on. How can I support you? And just like start with that. Just start so simple. I was thinking about you. I want to support you. Let me know what you're working on. What are you, what are you up to? Boom. That's, that's the door. That's the open door. It's not freaking rocket science. And if you never got around to your, your agenda, your thing, selling your Bali retreat, that's perfect. That's perfect. At least you made the difference. At least feel good. Feel like it, it is enough. Know, know that it's enough by you simply showing up with the intention to serve, saying, hey, I want to see how we can support each other. This is not a one-way thing. This is not saying, hey, I only want to give to you. I'm not expecting anything. I don't want anything in return because you do. You do want something in return. But you start off saying, I want to see how we can support each other. What are you working on? You, what you start with, I want to create a win-win. What are you working on? Focus on them. Pour your love into them. Pour your time and energy into them and be unattached if they, if they ever ask you, how can I support you? Be unattached to that because ultimately you did not go into the call to, you, didn't, you did not go into the call with a transactional nature saying, I will only serve you if you serve me, if you add value to me. You go into the call saying, I'm here to create win-wins. I'm here to have us both benefit, prosper, and win. Let's figure out how we can do it. What are you working on? Care about them way before you care about yourself, so to speak. You set the intention. You set the energetic intention saying, I want to I create win-wins. I don't know what that looks like, but I want to create win-wins. And then after that, you detach that, and then you are pouring into them. Why? Because that's going to build trust. That's going to build a rapport. It's going to build this confidence and this knowingness in yourself that you are not on those calls only to get. You're on the calls to create win-wins, but you're unattached to when and how you create your win. Up until that point, you're, you're purely serving. You're purely saying, hey, I just want to make a massive contribution to you. What are you working on? Okay. So running through the finish line, every day there's another finish line. Every day is a sprint. Every day is an opportunity to make progress. Do you know what your steps are? Are you crystal clear on your steps? For me, it's, it's really just connecting with people, letting people know about this epic retreat, finding out how I can serve them and support them. Like that's the thing that makes the biggest difference. The, the ideal avatar, the ideal client who I would love to have at my retreat, that's who I'm going to be contacting, connecting with. Even if they don't come, they probably know people who would be a great fit. So I just want to remind you that every day, is an opportunity to give it your best, to give it your all, really show up and, and leave it all out on the court. And then at the end of the day, it's more opportunity for that, for that ease, for that vibrational effort, right? In the morning, you set, set the tone, set the energy. It's going to be easy. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the people who you're lining up for me with me today to serve, to support, and even to invite and sell into this retreat that's going to make a massive freaking difference in their lives. Then, you switch from vibrational effort mainly and like purely focused on that. There's also physical effort in the morning. You switch that over to the physical effort and you push through the uncomfortable zone. 
you you step into your love, you step into your power, you step into the knowingness that you're there to support, and whatever thoughts, whatever resistance comes up, and bet your ass there's going to be resistance that comes up, how do you handle it? Do you let your resistance take your focus away and focus on that and allow it to stop you and get you down? Or do you say, I came here to make five calls. I came here to send 10 messages. I came here to jump on five calls with people today and connect and see how I can support them. I'm accomplishing that no matter what the heck it takes. And you do it until, you do it until, you do it until you challenge yourself with physical effort. You do it until you keep going, you push yourself. And at the end of the day, you get to review, you get to reflect. How did I show up? What was my energy like? How can I be grateful for what I did get done? What would I do differently next time? Going back into the vibrational effort, right? More vibrational effort is gratitude for what was, for whatever showed up, however it happened. Maybe you had five calls in a row and nobody asked you how they could, how they could serve you, how they could help you, and you purely showed up to give. Okay, well, that's something to take notice of. Was your, was your energy open to having them serve you? Was your energy open to creating a win-win? Was that present for you? Was, was that an exciting possibility for you? Were you feeling gross because you said, man, I'm only serving this person because I know I want them to help me promote this service or retreat or event or coaching or whatever it might be? Were you feeling gross? What can you shift next time? Maybe you state it more powerfully in the beginning that you're here to create win-wins and you want to pour into them. And of course, like you want to receive, you love to receive, you love to open yourself up to receive that support and that help. Do you get to be more clear on your intention? Not attached, but intending. This is what I'm intending. I'm intending that we both get massive value out of this call. We both grow. We both get what we want and really just expand and, and step into love, step into abundance, prosperity, and impact and serving the world at a bigger level. So that's what I'm committed to on this call. I want to know how, I, how can I support you? Boom, 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 boom. Talk for 10, 15, 20 minutes about their stuff. And when you feel the energy is like, is good, say, you know, I've, I've really loved supporting you. I've loved being a contribution to you. You know, I got this amazing Bali retreat that I got coming up. Can I share it with you? Can we, can we brainstorm on how you might be able to support me with that? People are going to be like, F yes, Chris. Oh my goodness. Yes. You just poured into me. You just gave me so much love. You gave me so much value. I want to support you. Yes. Let's go. Let's dive in. So do it. And then at the end of the day, you get to reflect again. You get to be grateful. What did I accomplish? What did I do? Did I, did I do the vibrational effort in the morning? Did I, did I do my daily routine? Did I even think about it? Maybe that's your big win. I thought about this today. I thought about giving effort towards this today. I may not have hit my target, may not have gotten to where I wanted to go, but I thought about it and I brainstormed about it and I put some energy into it. Tomorrow, what would I do differently? Well, what I would do differently is make one call. If today I didn't make any calls, I thought about it and I wanted to, tomorrow the milestone is to make one call, is to make one step forward that really meaningfully makes a difference for you. Okay? So every day it's an opportunity to run through the finish line. Every day it's an opportunity to achieve your targets. And that's what I want you to get in the mentality of be a finisher. Align your vibrational effort with what's important to you, with receiving, with having it be fun, having it be easy, and then go through the effort of the day of taking action, staying focused. What's the 20% of the actions that get 80% of the results? 
Stay in that zone. Stay in that flow. It'll make such a massive difference for you. We'd love to hear what is your 20% that you get to do. And what's more important for you right now? Are you, are you getting into the vibrational effort in the mornings and at night? Do you, do you have that? Are you doing well with that? Are you um, giving the physical effort during the day? Are you staying focused on your top priorities? Are you letting the day get away from you? What is your big breakthrough? What, what do you get to work on? Comment in the Facebook Live. Or if you're listening to this on podcast or YouTube, comment on Instagram at I am Millionaire Chris or on YouTube, comment below, uh, facebook.com forward slash TH3. Take a screenshot. Let me know. Let us know what is your big thing that you're working on. The next thing that's going to shift you forward, it's going to take a step in the right direction for you. What is your next finish line? Not the finish line of life, not the finish line of earning a million dollars unless you're at 999000 and your next deal is going to get you there, then awesome. And I, I believe I'm talking to people who are like, I, I know I have potential. I know I have greatness. I know I can serve people. I know I have massive value to add. And things keep getting in my way. I allow myself to get distracted. I allow myself to get down on myself. I allow myself to feel like I don't have as much as I know I do to offer to the world, to offer to people. And it, it creates self-sabotage, creates procrastination. What's your big breakthrough? I want to hear. Janet says, align yourself with finishers. I'm a shiny object person too. Every day is on your mark. Get set, go. Do it until yes. Thank you for the reminder. I love it. I love it, Janet. You're such a superstar. Oh my gosh. So much love for you. Just, man, you're, you're amazing. And let us know how we can support you, Janet. I know that schools getting getting introduced to schools and getting your foot in the doors there. That's a big thing for you. Let us know what else, okay? Um, but I think I think that this has been a really powerful conversation to remind you that finishing, crossing the finish line, not of life, not of some big, hairy, audacious goal. That's not the finish line that I'm talking about. I'm talking about your sprints. I'm, not, I'm talking about your, your next step. What's your next step? Uh, just another reminder analogy. I've heard that Navy SEALs, can't remember which book it was in. Might have been Jocko Willink. Might have been someone else. Um, but I know that Navy SEALs have said the way that they get through SEALs training is just getting to their next checkpoint, getting to their next milestone, seeing the thing in front of them and taking that next step. Is it Martin Luther King who talks about taking the next step? And just like, you know, you're not going to see the whole staircase. All you see is the next step. So just take the next step. And I think for me and dreamers and visionaries and people who really get attracted to shiny object syndrome, we can get so caught up with trying to analyze the whole staircase. And oftentimes the biggest, biggest progress for us, the biggest growth is just take the next step. So circling back around, what support do you need? Do you need a coach? Do you need accountability? Do you need a mastermind? Do you need someone to text your results every day? What do you need that is going to make the biggest difference for you? And then be brave enough to ask. Be courageous enough to ask. And be, be powerful enough to see the people around you as powerful enough to handle your request, to help you with your request. I think some of us can be afraid of asking people for support 
like, oh, they got too much on their, their plate. They're not able to, to support me. I'm just going to take it on myself. I know I've been like that. I've isolated myself. I've tried to do it all on my own. That ish doesn't work. Does not work. People are around you for a reason. People love to support others. People love to be a massive contribution. People love to really make that difference for others and to do whatever they can. Do what they can within their limits, within their schedule, within what they're willing to give. You might ask everyone you know for $1,000. Not everyone's going to give that to you. Okay? So just remember that if you ask for something, people have the right and the responsibility and they're big enough to say no if they don't feel it's in alignment. So see people as big enough, as powerful enough when you make your requests that they will be able to handle it. So super, super important. Running through the finish line. Every day, it's an opportunity to run through your finish line. There's going to be days when you don't. There's going to be days when you get knocked off track when things don't go as planned. But the question is, how fast do you get back on track? And what are your structures? What are, what, what's your support system to make sure that you stay on track? Because I know for me, like I can just go wandering off into left freaking field way off the track because whatever reason, I'm, I'm afraid of confronting the resistance because I'm, I'm easily able to to look like I'm doing good. I'm really good at looking good on the surface, but underneath I'm like struggling, I'm unhappy, I'm dissatisfied, I'm pissed off, I'm I'm hiding my insecurities. I'm great at that. And it's not something I'm proud of, but it's something that I acknowledge. I acknowledge and I accept that that's a part of me. I don't necessarily approve of it. Um even though I think I think there's a part of me that does get to approve of it, I approve that there's a time and a place. There's a there's a strength. There's a there's a reward in my versatility, in my desire to think big thoughts and ideate and visualize and be a visionary. There's such a beautiful aspect of that in the right time and place. My girlfriend keeps telling me, "Dude, you gotta freaking write a book." Your, your ability to articulate, your ability to just pump out a freaking book, a novel in like no time is epic, is massive. Dude, write your freaking book. <laughs> she keeps telling me, I'm like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Like, stay aligned with your gifts. Stay aligned with your gifts and ask for support for, for people who, from people who, who can help you, Okay. And ask them to be rigorous with you. Ask them to hold your feet to the fire. And even if you're kicking and screaming and you avoid and you hide and you do all this nonsense to not actually follow through, say, here's what I might do that would get me out of following through on this. Please help me. You know, here, here's what I think might be a, a great thing for you to do, how you can hold me accountable, how you can support me through this. Do you have any ideas? Get that support. You want to run through the finish line, get that support. Know that there's a coach, an accountability partner, a mastermind, a partner in general, life partner, business partner there with you, waiting for you, like holding your hand, cheering you on, being your biggest champion in those moments when you're doubting yourself, in those moments when you're hesitating, in those moments when you falter. Find that person for you. I'm super blessed. I have an amazing business partner an amazing girlfriend, an amazing mastermind of men who were all supporting each other. And uh, I just, I really get to recognize that 
I get to ask for help. I get to say, I know what my challenge is. I know what's blocking me. I know where I self-sabotage. I know where I fall short. I know when I let myself off the hook and I get to communicate it with it. I get to be responsible for, this is my kryptonite. I want your support with it. This is my kryptonite. This is what supercharges me. When I work with someone else, when I'm sitting down and someone else is doing work right next to me and I have to like be making calls with them right next to me, that is one of the most powerful things that I can do. One of the most powerful states that I can be in. But life's not always perfect like that, where you can have someone right next to you and make sure that you're showing up. Okay? So I just want you to know you're supported, you're loved, people have your back, and you just get to keep showing up and taking the steps that you can. And I appreciate you being here. If you have any questions about finishing, if you have any um, hesitancies, but what, but what if, why isn't this working for me? Anything like that. I love you. I'm here for you. My door is open. Send me a message. Chris at beergps.com. It's my email. Facebook.com forward slash TH3Burns or Instagram at I am millionaire Chris. I'd love to hear from you from the bottom of my heart and just let you know, just be in your presence and have you feel that it's okay to not be okay. It's just not okay to stay there. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to need help to break through. It's okay to need help to overcome your obstacle, to overcome your demons, to heal, to finally feel worthy. It's okay if that's a big challenge for you. It's okay. And It's not okay to stay in that place and not get the help and not reach out and suffer alone. It's not okay to be there. It's not okay to stay there. So get the support you need. Find the people around you who you love, who you care about, who care about you, and get that support. I love you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. Keep shining. Keep becoming your GPS. From the bottom of my heart, Thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.